0: Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 276 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. Brought to you by ASICS. We often forget ASICS, but we love you, ASICS. Thank you for your support. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by Willie Saylor. And today, we're going to get into... NCAA's next year, the Pittsburgh Wrestling Classic, some of the changes we can maybe see in in, in lineups. And I think a good place to start uh, is, is looking at the team race going forward, or maybe lack thereof. Penn State um, with the most returning team points at 117, Iowa second at 84. And it has Ohio State in a position where Um, They're going to have to make probably a pretty tough decision on their lineup next year as they look look to the future, bringing in uh, the the recruiting classes they have in.
1: Well, we got into it a little bit on um, the last show, but there's one theory that goes if Ohio State does a little lineup juggling, does a little juggling with their red shirts, they could potentially make a push for 2020. Um, And that means maybe – McKenna, red shirts, maybe Keyshawn down to 41.
0: Yeah. Um, Ohio State's not going to do that. They're going to run back this lineup again next year. Plug in, you figure Singletary at heavyweight. uh, And beyond that, I don't know where else, maybe Heinzelman at 25 to replace Nato. And at 74, a combination of Romero, Caleb Romero, or Ethan Smith, Um, if Smith can even still make 74, I'm not sure if he can beat Romero out anyway. So they have, they have talented, they have recruits, targeted recruits there. But when it's, when it's NATO, Bo and Snyder, you're replacing by basically any comparison, you're going to be coming up short. So it's going to be really tough for them to, to make the push they did this year. I mean, when you consider the team they had this year and they couldn't get it done and that Penn state is, um, probably just going to take a very very slight drop year over year i mean they lose zane but they're adding potential solutions at 25 and 33 and if they're just they're decent if they can place and they could potentially outdo zane's point scoring potential combined so it's going to be tough uh and, and really it's it's uh you know we're not going to have a team race like we did this year it's not going to for next year it's not going to be as Uh, exciting gripping which is why you you really have to end up kind of cherishing uh what we just had yeah yep okay moving on looking at um the future potential weight changes coming into next year a lot of speculation right now um of who's gonna go where Specifically, Minnesota. Ethan Lezak. What's he going to do next year? Is he going to go up? Is Suriano going to go up? Um, I can't imagine Lezak going 25 again, just because for what for what purpose, you know?
1: And they have, um, you know, they have McKee coming in. I think Patrick McKee. I think he's ready. And then they have some flexibility in what they can do uh,
0: with Lezak at 33, and then their 41 situation. Yeah. So Suriano going up, and then Oklahoma State. We talked about them, and and I think if any team can position themselves to challenge Penn State next year, it's it's possibly Oklahoma State. I think they're going to have the top-to-bottom, toughest team, fewest holes, even um, except for Penn State, who will probably have zero holes next year with uh, Teasdale and RBY going in. So with, with Oklahoma State um, – there, someone's good's going to be on the outside looking in in those first four weights because you have Dayton Pitch, Cade, Caden Gefeller, and, Bo, and Boo Lou Allen between twenty-five and forty-nine, and I don't, I don't know. Maybe one of those can go up to fifty-seven. I don't know which. Boo was, Boo was undersized. You know, Boo made the switch from forty-one to forty-nine
1: this year, so. Um, He'd really have to bulk up. I think he'd do okay at 57. I th- think he'd be an AA contention, but they're going to have to put some weight on him.
0: Well, I think, and, and I, I wonder, where does Caden fit in here? I mean, he had a great redshirt season. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he pinned Nick Lee, uh, who got, just got fifth, beat Kevin Jack, et cetera. So Caden Gefeller, where does he fit in? At, does he go 41? Is Cade Brock on the outside looking in if Dayton Fix goes 33? I mean... Kind of unthinkable, but maybe a possibility. I mean, someone excellent is going to yep. be on the bench or at a far from optimal weight. I mean, Bulu Allen's optimal weight is 141, and so is Caden's. Uh, I think probably Cade's is. Cade Brock's optimal weight, probably 141 as well. But we know he can make 33. He's done it two years straight, but now he's senseless. It, it doesn't make sense to have him at
1: And the thing is, they're all their red shirts are exhausted, so...
0: Yeah. There's With flexibility. So next year, potentially, you could see Oklahoma State roll out pitch Dayton, Caden, Boo, um, or Cade. Caden, okay. Cade, or Cade Boo. And then does Joe Smith go back down to 57? They are discussing that. That does. I don't think that's actually possible. Um, so maybe they have a hole at 57, but they could go Chandler, Joe Smith in some order. And then... Jacoby maybe goes eighty four, then they have Weigel back and Derek White. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe one weight where they're kind of punting a little bit. Um, if Joe can't get back down to fifty seven,
1: or they can't get Boo up to fifty seven, and I, I think that's the best thing. But I don't think I don't. My gut is that's not the way they're thinking. Um, I think they're thinking Joe to fifty seven, and then that leaves more or. Or Marsden at 84, they also have Whitlake coming in. So who knows?
0: We've had a lot of questions about Oklahoma State specifically and their performance this year. and It it was strange because basically no teams in the country have – everyone has their ups and downs as a team. And it felt like Oklahoma State all this year just never quite got together. I mean, you could say Big 12s perhaps. But really there was never an outing where you're like – Yes, mm-hmm. they're here. They had they're do, they're looking good. They're they were on quite the, peaked altogether, right? So, and it had people, you know, questioning about you know what was going on there. But they're they're a year removed from eight all Americans and a champ. Uh, There's a lot of talent still in that room. I think they developed fine. I thought they had Dean Heil wrestling well mm-hmm. by NCAAs. He just, you know, he ran into a freak and Yanni, and then. You know, with Chad, any time you get an elite guy drop down after they're a two-time champ, you know, never know what's going to happen. And you know, he got pinned by Chad Red in the round of twelve. So I think any kind of like concerns about Oklahoma State are are misguided. Yeah, and I don't. I don't have when, when you if it strings together a couple of years in a row, then maybe you could say, okay. But it's so far, it's like one year. Um, uh, no cause for concern for me. I, th- I still think all their guys, um. I mean, Weigel was hurt all year. He was on crutches after, I think Nomad mentioned that, uh, after getting bounced from NCAA. So he, he gave it a try. He but, didn't even wrestle the second match. Right, yeah. he just defaulted. And, yeah.
2: like, his first match against Cannell, I mean, he had he was hobbling. There was nothing there. You could tell. And apparently the injury before the se-
1: or heading into the season was a torn pec. Oh, my gosh. Those are really bad. Yeah, we could have a list of we could have a list of guys that are going to the hospital right now. Um, there's several guys that either reported or you know we we've heard that they're gonna um, have surgery. You know, Weigel obviously was on crutches at the airport. Um, there's word that Darian needs something. I mean, Yanni Yanni was hobbled, um, apparently in the in the Ohio match. I don't know what the extent of it is, but it's a long, grueling season. It's a long, grueling uh, tournament. Um, Speaking of Yanni, I think a lot of people thought that Yanni was going up. I thought Yanni was going up, but you say
0: staying down? Apparently, yeah. Yanni not going to change weights, but I mean, anything can change there. He could grow some more. He's only 18, so an additional growth spurt would not be... Unheard of. uh He's grown a little bit the last couple of years, so I could I could see him going up for sure, and I could see Vito growing into be a 41. But the the way they were talking at NCA's, like no, probably not, mm-hmm. probably staying there. But he, I mean, he'd probably be my pick to win 149 next year if he w- if he did go up. So I think it doesn't matter. It's really you know what's best for for Cornell and Cornell really. Man, that's a pretty young, scary team when you consider Yanni, Vito, Darmstadt, Chavez, Max Dean. Womack fringe. Womack's solid. I mean, Chaz Tucker, I don't know where he fits long-term, but he's shown he can be a guy. If Stroker can kind of regain the form he had in high school, um, you know, maybe he's a solution at 57. That isn't hasn't proven to be the case at this point, though. He did have some, you know, he he beat Kennedy Monday this year. He had some moments. So could be a potentially trophy contending team next year. I mean, Mm -hmm. right right off the bat, you've got two title contenders in Yanni and Ben. Who knows what Vito's going to be? Vito could be a world beater. Um, You know, title contending talent, I don't know about that yet because – If he's going in at 133, that's Seth Gross and Stefan Meechich's weight and Nick Soriano's weight, and I don't see Vito entering that. As I say that, the guy did beat Nick Soriano in high school, for what it's worth. Uh, I'm told Deacon is going up to 57. I don't think that's
1: uh, much of a surprise. Dude's pretty long, pretty big. Yeah, it
0: makes makes 49 even weaker, you know. Mm -hmm. It loses Zane, Perry, Sorensen. I mean, Kolodzic. Kolodzic can be the number one ranked guy preseason I guess that guy was the 11th seed coming in, and he'll be he'll be your number one guy, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Pretty, that's um, nuts. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's not that it's not that crazy if you like go back like two three years. Be like, by the time Zane of them graduate, Matt Klodzik number one, you'd say, okay, I could see that. But just kind of the season he had, you may not. Yeah, have, I mean, have he lost that. to
1: somebody from Brown. He lost. He lost some head scratchers. Yeah, uh, put it together, NCAAs though. Um, what do you think? Any word on situations
0: um, with coaching changes? Um yeah, Wisconsin's interviewing people this week. Um I believe Coach Bono, Coach Hahn, uh, Ben Askren, uh may maybe Coach Schwab from you and I. I don't know that for a fact, but I know the other three. So but I, I think a decision could come you know, I don't know about the weekend, but I think they're going to know pretty soon. Uh, I think they said they're cl- the job's, like, closing, like, Friday. So, like, there's not going to be any more, like, applications. But it could be a longer process. But the fact that Wisconsin kind of made their move when they did with Coach Davis and like we saw with Coach Dresser at Iowa State, th- these administrations, especially these bigger ones in the power conferences, they kind of know how it works and how you can – kind of guarantee or put yourself in the best position to get the candidate you want. I think they're they're understanding that that they're striking while the iron's hot. So, I think we're going to have resolution, I would say within 2 weeks of who's going to be the guy there and and wh- it
1: could set off a carousel so to speak. I mean, you know, if it's if it's um, Schwab or if it's Bono, then you start looking for people to replace yeah. them, who's going to replace them? You know, if it's Damian um or an assistant from somewhere else, not so much, but it could it could open up a couple more jobs, um, and then we get to speculate on that. Uh, selfishly, like you know, I you, I don't want I sort of don't want Bono to go. I don't want Schwab to go. They're doing good. They're doing good at their where they're at, and uh, but maybe it's an opportunity. I mean, Bono has proven you can be successful there. Uh, maybe maybe what bono has done um if he would move on at least they, they get maybe better candidates than what they would have in the past saying hey they got great support there uh, yeah you know? i mean
0: he's definitely leaving the place better than he found it. if he gets the job yeah uh yeah i mean it it's all about the next hire you know south dakota state will be fine if they ha- they hire the right guy next time around if if bono gets the job same with with you and i i mean it's it's all on the coach it, it, not many people would have done what Coach Bowen was able to do at South Dakota State, and maybe I mean the the list of people who could have done that is you know can be counted on one hand. It's uh it's unbelievable, but yeah, it's now it's man a, a potential coach, a, a younger coach that would maybe be interested in getting their start. You've got really solid administrative and community support at South Dakota State. Um, the scholarship situation is improved, and you know you've proven you can you can win there and get guys on the podium. I mean, they have um they had three All-Americans last year, two uh three this year, two the year before. Um
1: I think they had a blood round guy this year too.
0: Yeah, Roder. Roder yeah. in the yeah. round 12. Yeah. So yeah, they're 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 showing now maybe that's Bono showing his developmental skills, but you're also, you know, you can get the right guys at South Dakota well, State. Well, look, I
1: mean Kosher's they had an AA last year, Kosher from South Dakota State. From South the state of South South Dakota, they have the other coach David Kosher this year from the state of South Dakota. Nate Roder, state of South Dakota. Luke Silverberg, tiniest uh, classification in Minnesota. They're getting small guys from small places in development.
0: Now my question is, what does this mean for Alex Lloyd and Peyton Rob? Those are two. May- I mean, those are. Those are like the anti SDSU recruits. Those are the blue chip yeah. Minnesota. I you mean, mean and they it? were in on those guys early. So do those guys? Can those guys follow him? If should he get the job, or do they stay at South Dakota State? And man, that if I'm a if I'm a coach looking to maybe take that job, and of yeah. course this is all speculation because Bono's not the head coach of Wisconsin right now. But if that happens, it, there's two big chips right there, and that could be very incentivizing for a coach coming in. Sure, and also our guy Connor Brown, most electric twenty five pounder in the country.
1: Yeah, you ma- imagine you have a, you have Seth Gross, a national champ in your lineup, and you have good recruits coming in. Yeah, there is a lot to work with
2: there, Christian. One thing with that, I am glad you brought up the kind of recruits moving, but one thing with that for South Dakota State and North Dakota State. So apparently, there is tuition reciprocity in the Dakotas and Minnesota. So South Dakota and North Dakota State can bring in Minnesota kids for the same price. That the Gophers can.
0: Dang, so and I'm I'm sure that South Dakota State is is less money than the U, right? Probably Minnesota yeah. probably more expensive tuition. So yeah, that's a that's good to know. I uh, I've always been wondering about the reciprocity reciprocity <laughs> well, situation. Well, it's just
2: one of those things, right? Like when coaches talk about leaving, they're like, well, you know, that's a private school, right? It's hard to get kids in, or they have high academic standards, it's hard yeah. to get kids in. So when you're talking about being able to actually get the recruits you want. Like, obviously, you need, a, you know, charisma and, and be hardworking, but there's also, like, can I actually get these kids in or not? Like, based on the school, the stuff that has nothing to do with me as a coach.
0: Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. I mean, that's a that's a huge incentive for, for those two schools. Big advantage. What because Minnesota, I mean, geez, they are – you know, that's one of the best, most talent-rich states in, the, in this union. In the union. Speaking of other
1: programs, in the union, what – did anybody hear anything about uh, Little Rock and who might apply there? No, I haven't heard anything. I
0: you obviously think that Pat Smith will be involved, being that he moved to Arkansas, he's kind of s- started the the mm-hmm. he kind of built the wrestling culture there. I don't know if he'd be considered. He has past coaching experience, um, but there's some other things that would go along with with hiring him that you know may or may not. Prevent him from from getting that job, or he may not even be interested in it. But beyond that, no, I haven't heard. No one's asked. You know, yeah, I haven't heard of any young coaches that are that are interested. But I haven't been asking around either, so I don't know. I don't know who will be. I'm, I'm very there.
1: interested in who's going to apply for that.
0: I'm also wondering. Not only that, are there any other coaching changes that are going to be made? Yeah, coming in every year, there's a few that get speculated, mm-hmm. and. uh you know they
1: well i mean right after yeah every year right after ncaas things things change i mean i didn't i'm not surprised by um mcfarland's departure but it's but i sort of am cuz it was like for a while how long was he going to stick around and then boom he's
0: he's going um well i i believe that is partially but one coach mcfarland's probably ready to go yeah but two, the the Wisconsin situation. And here's me reading tea leaves. Yeah, the Wisconsin situation. That's got to be tempting to Coach Boermat, and he's probably like, "Hey, I'm gonna look for this." Mm-hmm. Well, okay, hold on. No, Joe's leaving. Joe's stepping down. Next man in Sean Boermat. Maybe, and maybe sure. I could be completely misreading that. And Michigan's maybe gonna do a real search yep. and and scour the country. But I, it's to me, it's Sean. And then they, they did not want to lose him to Wisconsin. That
1: makes a lot of sense. I'm just saying, I, there's always some some something like that that happens at the end of the year. Um, keeps things interesting. And uh, but I, I'm interested. They're starting. Little Rock is starting. Twenty nineteen, twenty twenty. Correct.
0: So not this year yeah. coming up, but next. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's and, a quick- and,
1: and it's interesting too that it's you know to the south. Um, but they have nine point nine. But you know, you have nine point nine, man. You can <laughs> you can recruit, right? And when you have nine point nine, it's not like, um, well, it's in the south. Who are they gonna recruit? You have nine point nine. You know, a fool goes a long way, or seventy five percent goes a long way to a kid, to in Colorado, in California, in Indiana.
0: And you know what? They're you know they border against Missouri and and Oklahoma to. Um, you know, pretty talent-rich states, where, you know, not not everyone can start it. Now we we talk about probably once every two months about all the guys that go to Oklahoma State, and they, you know, they're not even going to break in the lineup, but that's probably going to happen this year. But mm-hmm. there's plenty of guys that that I think they could get in Missouri, in Oklahoma, uh, in the neighboring states, to where you could you could have a really solid squad. Mm-hmm. I mean, who th- who would have thought you could have had. All-Americans at South Dakota State. in South Dakota, a state that doesn't have a lot of talent. Well, I think similarly, state Arkansas doesn't
1: have a lot of population. I mean, we're, we're seeing we're seeing Florida and Georgia get
0: incrementally better. I mean, maybe you pull kids from there. Sure. Yeah. I mean, there's there. There's going to be opportunities Georgia. and, and the nine point nine. I mean, you're getting your entire education paid for.
1: Georgia's messing up, in my opinion. They need that state needs a freaking program. Hey, their numbers are so good and their their talents getting so much better they're, they're even at the high school level their coachings really solid it's just um I think they're missing an the opportunity a Georgia Tech or or somebody like that in uh in Georgia really needs to start a program yeah
0: I don't know what schools other than Georgia Tech really I mean Georgia's not I mean they're an SEC school I couldn't see them and I don't really know many of the other schools in Georgia but yeah I think Georgia Tech seems like a like an obvious potential I mean,
1: like Georgia Tech or Florida State to me seems like prime real estate for for a D1 program. Um in the ACC, a lot of talent. I don't know. I think they they'd be good rather quickly. Um on the other side of the coin, we get pumped up about uh Little Rock and and there might be another program starting out west but um emu I, I think what we found out on tuesday like right before the show that uh eastern michigan was planning on cutting its team and it's, it's really bizarre um it, it's bizarre if you look at the numbers and what they spend on football and what they spend on uh, on uh, basketball and they uh, apparently they spend like six million dollars on football and they make back six hundred thousand and uh they had plans to. I mean, they had schematics to build a new wrestling facility. Um, it's just really odd that they're gonna they're gonna cut a program. You know, they, here we're gonna build a new facility. Ah, uh, just kidding. We're gonna cut it. And um, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. And maybe if we can get, I don't know, I don't know what the answers are. Maybe you have, <laughs> need to set up a hotline where if your program is in trouble, you call somebody or. Um, I don't know, and I encourage – I don't know if this would stop it or not, but I encourage people to, like, donate to their favorite small programs now. Um, maybe if there was more people – you know, let's not get to that point,
0: right? Yeah. Yeah, tragic. And I don't know. Uh, Sidarian so Perry Perry's kind of put himself out there. He got it, he's got his release. I know I, he's, an, he's an All-American now. He's going to have some interest – from from a number of programs and I, I think you, you know you look at his season and it's like well man what are we getting if You're we right. go after this guy but you know he he was telling me he missed a bunch of time he was injured most of the offseason that's why and he was out of shape had a bad record going in but he kind of put it together towards the end and if you watch if you watch his round twelve match you you know that there's a lot of heart there as who well who did he beat there. Mike Carr. Yep. He, he had an amazing ride in the second period and he needed a late takedown. Um, at the last That's possible second, yeah. he went single and got the finish, um, went to review and he won. I mean, you know, this is a guy that, that is a competitor and is going to wrestle really, really hard for you. And um, I, I think he's worth the quote gamble or whatever, but hopefully, um, and, you know, it's, it's unfortunate he has to make well, a as- decision.
1: As soon as it happened, I don't know. The track record on these things is a little inconclusive. Like, sometimes they announce a program is getting dropped, and then they – I don't want to say they hold you hostage, but people get together, and they offer assistance, and then the program is saved. And other times it's just not in the cards. They're just like, you know, there's there's situations like Cleveland State. There's situations like Arizona State where – they reinstate the program or continue the program. And there's situations like Boise where it's like, no, ain't going to happen. Situations like Oregon, nope, not going to happen. Um, so I do think there's a tremendous amount of support. I saw a letter, um, I saw an email that Dave Dean wrote. Their new is doing this big thing, um, I think this weekend. Um, but there appears to be a lot of support. But I also saw emails in response to um, – from Weatherby, their AD, writing back to these guys that are asking questions, and, and it doesn't sound encouraging. He's like, just ain't going to happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Once administrations make up their mind, they don't value the sport and what it brings, and if the program is not made itself, you know, bulletproof, wrestling's always going to be on the chopping block outside of, you know, maybe 20 schools, right? I mean, how many schools can you really say... Oh, it'll never. never Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, Arizona State won a national title, and they they almost dropped. Um,
1: The only thing that can insulate you from that is is getting your program endowed, getting your scholarships endowed. It's a shame. It's a shame because I saw you're essentially saying that you're essentially saying that to continue wrestling, to make sure our our program never goes away, uh, we have to pay for it ourselves. We, we have to not count on the university, which really, really stinks. Um, but at the same time, if you want to keep your program, donate money and get those scholarships endowed. Um, have somebody have somebody on the staff or, or some, a, a head of a booster club really work to get that done.
3: They had a pretty large endowment. Eastern Michigan did. Yeah. I saw the number. Um,
1: Something like half a million?
3: Yeah, yeah. And... Just this one's really weird, you know, they dropped four sports. They were just getting ready to they announced last year they were gonna make this thirty five million dollar athletic facility with plans for a new wrestling facility in it. Um, so this seems really out of the blue, not planned at all. And the other programs that were dropped too are, were very successful. The swimming and diving program that was dropped won like thirty four conference titles. Uh the tennis team's like ten and three and like second in the Mac right now. That's just all really for, bizarre.
1: All for football. Look, the football purges a lot of athletic departments. I mean, they they really cripple them. And uh, what Eastern Michigan? I mean, they're terrible in football.
3: It's one of the historically worst programs. In what are you football?
1: holding on to? What are, What are you holding on to? You're you're spending six million a year and getting back six hundred thousand in return. What do you What are you? Are you chasing a national championship? Well, I mean, what are you doing? They've been. Cut it.
3: They've had football for 43 years, and they've been to two bowl games.
1: Hmm. Yeah. Cut it. I mean, what are you doing? They're
3: significantly under 500. It's just pissing money away.
1: Isn't it the lowest attended? It was a few
3: years ago. It wasn't this year, but a few years ago, yeah, it was the lowest attended school in the country.
2: It's amazing how football just hemorrhages money, and the only argument is, well, that's how we get donations too. Like – That makes me sad for the state of money going into colleges in America. It's
1: still a massive deficit, though. I mean, they're not getting—they're spending six million. They're not getting close to six million in return.
2: Right. What kind Mm -hmm. of what kind of boosters? Like, oh, two and nine this year. All right, cutting a big check, seventy-five k. Go emus. Yeah. Unfortunate.
0: Okay. Where to next? A lot of speculation. Wisconsin, if coaching changes anyone gonna transfer. I hadn't heard that. I would imagine the Wicks are gonna stay put and who else do they even have coming in that's you know, maybe could be considered in that hey, maybe they'll look elsewhere. I don't I don't think so. I don't, I don't think, see it.
1: I don't think that anybody will leave Wisconsin and I don't think I don't think I think whoever Wisconsin hires, they're going to be happy with
0: anyway. Well, we thought that with uh, Iowa State and, you know, recruits changed their mind. Uh, yeah, that was bizarre. But I could see that I could see that happening. I could see something like that happening. But um, too soon to tell. Look into next year. We mentioned we we're going to talk about next year. Who The key lineup additions that will impact the team race for Iowa, um, it's Jacob Warner. And 97 Wilkie will go down to 84 and then Pat Lugo at 49 apparently he's doing great looking great so that's a great lineup the only thing is they're still in search of 33
1: 33 41 I mean 40. Turk ended up having a really nice year at the can, end uh, solid year can Muren get down and Muren I mean Muren's a 41
2: it's gonna well, be that, I, that's I what he's know. asking can Murin get down
0: I don't think so if if he could have i i would imagine we would have seen it this year maybe they'll give it a try next year but the, i just don't i don't see him as a guy that gets down and is going to give them what they want i like max murin i think he i think he'll be their 41 pounder next year truthfully but i just think cutting him down unless he can really do it in a special way i i don't think so i think they're looking um, they're looking for a transfer, they're looking for a JUCO guy, they're looking for some kind of solution at one thirty three. But I don't see uh yeah, I don't I don't see Murin coming down, but as it stands, so you, they go they're gonna go Spencer and then question mark and then Murin or Turk, Lugo, Kemmer, Bull, Caleb Young, or Gunther again. I guess you gotta figure it's Gunther. Gunther was the guy this year. I'd go Caleb Young. Well yeah, but I mean, he didn't earn the spot this year. I don't know why he would next year. I mean, I think the upside's maybe with Young, but shoot, he's had two years and he couldn't he couldn't supplant Joey Gunther. So at this point, is he just their better option? I think uh, Young's uh, also small still for yeah. seventy four. Yeah, I mean, he's I mean people 65. say
1: that, and maybe he is. But I'm with Christian there. He, he's had two years to. Su- to supplant Joey Gunther, who's not a world beater, and he hasn't done it. And newsflash: Joey Gunther isn't a big seventy-four. He's probably undersized as well. Yeah, he was
0: a sixty-five the year prior as well. Yeah. Uh, though I think he's probably has a strength advantage over over Young. I think he's a pretty powerful guy. Uh, eighty-four Wilkie, ninety-seven Jacob Warner, and heavyweight's gonna be stole. So with Desi, Desi, um, Desi does have another year if he wants it, but he might just graduate and bounce in May and just be like. So
1: you're uh, but you're what you're looking at is stole one or two in the country preseason. Yeah. Um and Iowa has a uh, has a really nice team and they have the second most returning team points and with the elevation of stole from a I don't know, what was he fifth or something? Um to one or two, you're looking at a bump there. Um you lose Sorensen's points, but you gain Lugos. Yeah, I mean, but that
0: could be that could be flat or even better. Yeah, not that not that I would think. I mean, Lugo did beat Sorensen, but I think Sorensen's better. But Lugo Lugo could place higher. Than, yeah, the way the bracket Sorensen shaped out, year. right? There's just fewer good guys next year. Forty going to be forty nine is going to be one of the most interesting weights next year because I don't know who's going to win it. I mean, what forty ones? Think about this, guys. What forty ones that are in the field this year could go up. And maybe make some noise. I wonder about Ironman. Could he go up? Although they have Leith back, so they would that wouldn't make sense for their team. But what 41s could maybe go up and, and make a splash where they're going to be behind Yanni, but at 49, maybe they have a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. I mean, Jack's gone. I guess we did graduate a lot of power. Meredith. Hey,
2: what about... um? I mean, the, the best guys coming back are Yanni McKenna, Ironman Nickley, um... Perry, Albert, Smith—I don't know. Smith's pretty long, but Oliver's come back, so that so that doesn't work either.
0: Yeah, I'll tell you who's co- who's going to forty-nine. It's gonna be Michael Jordan.
1: Well, that's so, what. Uh, so
2: McKenna's definitely red then. No. So Keyshawn is screwed. Yes. Well. Okay, because he doesn't have a red shirt. McKenna no. does.
0: Right. Well, you don't and think Keyshawn's fifty-seven? Keyshawn can beat Micah, but I wouldn't pick it. Uh, if Micah's coming down, Micah says I want to go 49 next year. That should tell you why would he do that if Keyshawn was beating.
2: So him. they're not. So they're not redshirting Miles or McKenna, and Micah's coming down.
0: They could. Cha- I mean, I don't know. I don't have like the. You know, there's, I don't have a this in writing, but that's my. That's my view.
2: I'm just saying, if they do that, that means if they do that, that means they're basically punting as it team and just going, all right, individuals, go get your chips. We're just focused on these two or three guys trying to get the national title.
0: Well, they, uh, they, no. They, 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 they can't
2: beat Penn State next year. Their, their best op- option is maybe 2020 when Neville's North and Nick will come off. So, uh,
0: They could win in 2020, you know, maybe without those guys. Who knows? I mean, it's going to not be as easy, but they're going to have some really good guys coming in. But they're not. They're just gonna keep, um, you know. J- just because you don't win doesn't mean it's like not a successful year. They could be. Se- they could be second next year or third. Get another team trophy. Yeah,
1: um, but what Nomad's saying
0: is, my point they is could it set is set up for
1: twenty twenty. Right? My point yeah. is it's
2: so hard to win a national title. I would just go for one that I feel really confident about, as opposed to like I don't feel super confident about either nineteen or twenty.
0: I hey, if it were me. I would redshirt Joey, mm-hmm. Miles, uh, all of them. I'd redshirt all of them. Mm-hmm. Luke, whoever, whoever is available, I would redshirt them, and throw everything at twenty twenty. They don't want to do that apparently. That's that's their prerogative. I mean, uh, I remember Tom Brands. We did that the one of the one of the like twelve Iowa focused documentaries we've done at Flow. Um, he's he says. You know, look, we try to win NCAs every year. a lot of a lot of teams say that, but do they really? I think they're I think maybe Tom Ryan's like, well you know what why don't we just have a quality program, a quality team every year let's put our best team out there. Um, they've loaded up in the past you know and then they won in 15 but I don't for every reason they're not gonna do that and they, they, they could change their mind. they could say no let's let's do it but you know does miles want a red shirt? Yeah, like he might sure. want to be Bo Nickel. Does Joey want a red shirt? He probably wants. To, you, know, you know, it's it's not just you're you're putting in a way when you red shirt at this point. You're kind of putting, putting your, your life, life on, on hold for a year, uh, and and not everyone wants to do that. Especially you're wrestling well, you're healthy. Except Willie Micklus, Willie, Willie, <laughs> Willie's back for six years. Beasley, how old is Willie Mickles? he, he did, made a joke about it the other day himself. Uh, I think he he. He graduated with Clemson, I'm pretty sure. I'm <laughs> they were on the same Dapper Dan team. He graduated with um, Alex Meyer. Same year.
1: All right. Well, Meyer just graduated last year. Well, he's going to end up being two, be years, two years. He'll be wrestling two years
0: after, after he graduated. Well, that's. Yeah, yeah he had to, I thought he did like two years at the OTC. Did he just do one? Seven years he did. Remember when he was enormous? Mm hmm. He I wrestled l- 220 as a senior. 220. Then he was like an 84, and he
1: you would not have guessed he was a guy that – He looked small at 97 this year. Yeah. Compared to some guys. Jared Hot. He looked about – Jacob Casper is so small.
0: Hey, he what looks. about Missouri next year? Who do they lose? They,
2: they lose they, Barlow. They're yeah. decent. They got the – they'll roll out – they could roll out Punky, Ernest D. Leith, Leith, uh, possibly Brock Muller Connor oh. Flynn, Daniel Lewis, can't Marriott, Willie Nicholas. question mark. Wyatt Coling, Giovanetta who knows the heavyweight. Their question marks are like 25, 57, 285. They well, Punky. their question
0: mark this year was 25, so.
2: Punky will probably be the guy. Though.
1: I think they'll be all right at 57. They got some talent. I mean, I, I don't, Who do you think? Um, I forget. Me and Nomad looked at the looked at the roster the other day and looked at what incoming recruits they had. I forget off the top of my the, head, but.
2: Fortuna was there now. Fortuna's there now. Yeah, if they want a redshirt Mauler, it'd probably be Fortuna.
1: Mauler. Right? I mean, it's not, a, I don't know if it's a guy that's going to contend for a national title, but
0: it's not going to be a heavyweight type of hole. His name is Brock Mahler. Because his name is Mahler. That's the most alpha name in existence right now. Brock Mahler? Yeah. I'm, Just cancel um, the competition. Brock is ultra alpha. It's like Mahler. You can't beat it. Will we get He's He could be the first true freshman uh, I rank preseason. Just on pure name. I don't even know if he's starting. They might redshirt him. He's w- top 20.
2: Will we get any Zach Epperly
0: stitches? Guys that just don't come back? Yes. Guys are like, well, Desi could be one. Desi could be one. Because you made that point but about... De- but, yeah.
1: Matt Miller did that this year. Yeah. Uh, or last two year. Two years ago, yeah.
2: Because you made that point about redshirting guys, which is true. Like, yeah, if Miles doesn't want a redshirt, of course, that's like totally should be his prerogative. But I'm just saying if like there's buy-in but yeah because then you have that same option of well maybe i don't even want to not register i just don't want to come back i just want to go live my life and be an adult probably Bo make Nickle. money you
0: get real Bo nickel <laughs> Bo nickel off no just kidding uh no i don't know no i haven't heard of any it's pretty rare that it happens yeah it's very yeah rare. it is but it's always an option so you're right you not nobody has to wrestle next year they don't have to <laughs> it's an option Can't so, it, until we hear that they're wrestling
1: i think we should I don't even know how I don't even know how you do preseason rankings
0: yeah maybe we'll cancel them till till we see them wrestle a match
1: when does your preseason rankings come out
0: to, uh, next tuesday yeah well do, we're going to do final rankings and those will kind of set up the uh the preseason rankings for next year which we we those came out in like august Yeah, you guys couldn't wait. Couldn't wait, so we just did it. Preseason. Preseason in July. So, okay, we got to Iowa so far, and then we somehow ended up at Matt Miller not coming back next year. So Penn State's key additions, we figure. Teasdale or Teske, I can't imagine they would wrestle Teske right away. Teskey Teasdale at 25, and RBY at 33. And then... The Burgie verclaren thing is going to be really interesting because coming out, you said, okay, brady Burgie is going to be there 49 post-Zane. Then Verclear commits, and you're still thinking, well, Burgie, regardless. And then he maybe can't make 49. And if he can't make 49, that means he's probably going to be on the bench at least a year. At least. If he can't make 49 because— Then there's Joe Lee involved. Right. I I don't know, but I, I could see Joe Lee growing into a 65, but then again, Chenzo has 2 years left. So mm-hmm. it's going to get I mean, we've said it. There's going to be good guys on the bench at Penn State. Well,
2: only wrestled 5 matches this year. They were all 157. It was at 157. So the Princeton Open, he was supposed to wrestle Midland's did not.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That was weird. So, but I don't know. He could have been hurt, he could have been like I don't feel like cutting weight. I don't like I'm not starting Cutting weights is not a thing right now. I just want to get better and be in the room. So he could very well next year show and be like, yeah, 149 is easy. But.
0: Yeah. Ver- Verclearin looked good. I think he's Verclean a solution there. I think he could place next year. Verclearin
1: actually looked better than I thought he would Um, because he went full bald. <laughs> and I was worried about Verclearin'. Holding weight And I guess we didn't see that Consistently He didn't have to
0: consistently But He did make weight Back to back Because of the diabetes thing I know But he's th- Done it his entire career I mean it's not like he's a big If he was going 41 Maybe But 49 He's not that big
1: it was not that big But This is college Not high school
0: I know but you still You make weight You have to He's made world teams I, mean, I don't know I don't know why it's a concern Um I don't know what changes in th- in that regard. So that's Penn State next year. Ohio State heavyweight Singletary, I guess. Romero, Ethan Smith, and then I guess Heinzelman at 25 if they want to wrestle him. They have 100 125 pounders. Yes, but if you have and more coming in, if you have five 125 pounders, do you have one? Mm-mm. Yes. Yes, you do.
3: That's actually the perfect combination.
0: Oklahoma State, Caden, aka G. Dayton and Joe Smith. That is a nasty three that are entering there. Whitlake if they need him. Huh? Oh, Whitlake. Whitlake if they need him. So wit- I- they, hmm. Well, I don't. So th- the situation where they could use Whitlake is if Joe got down to 57 by some scientific miracle. <laughs> jo- Joe Smith on the other side of 165 I think is a stretch. 157, oh boy. But I maybe think, it can happen. They should
3: just wrestle he, him at 74. He and should and just go Jaco- Cutler. And bump yeah. Jacoby to 84.
0: Yep. Because Jacoby yep. is large.
3: That's what I
1: said. Yeah. Maybe That's you, what they should do. I'm all about that. But Or maybe Whitley goes 57. Maybe Whitley goes 49. They bump Boo to 57. And then you get... Boo to
3: 57. G to 25.
1: <laughs> cowboy bulk job.
3: <laughs> then cowboy bulk job, pitch to 49. Meanwhile, poor <laughs> Gio Martinez. Johns Blaylock heavyweight after Derek White graduates. Boom.
2: Book it. Poor Gio Martinez, All-American
0: transfers in on the bench. Gio yeah. should go 57 next year. Yeah, Gio should. I, I, I feel like Gio has the frame to do it, even though he was a 41. I'm pretty sure he got
3: hurt at the end of the year, and that's why we didn't see him even try it. That's why
0: he didn't even win nationals. Right. Correct. That's so why you didn't
1: even. run No, because a
3: couple times late in the season we went up there. He was on crutches. Yeah,
0: and unless you're Anthony Robles, you're not gonna do well on crutches and be a wrestler. So, what? No, they got
1: Kirkvleet coming in after. Oh bulk snap! Job. They're yes, he's he gonna be the ultimate bulk job.
2: Looked so good. <laughs> he's already bulked. There. He's <laughs> he's bulked. <laughs> he's his he has to make two forty for cadets this year, and then after that it's. Get as big as you want, young buck. 240? Yeah. He Is can make 240. He's okay. like 6'3". I knew but that dude was going to be. Help.
1: I saw him wrestle as a eighth grader at Super 32. He was like 170. I mean, he was wrestling the high school division. But dude had feet like Scuba Steve. Like, <laughs> I was like, this dude's growing. Although Nico Nico was a 125 pounder and had size 13 feet. Did you ever see those things? Mm-hmm. All taped up. Michigan I saw what you had in Michigan. You forgot two guys.
0: Yes. Amin. An Amin.
1: I mean no, not Amin. Jelani Embry.
0: Oh yeah. Where's uh, he go? 84. 84. Yeah. That's
1: okay, so you didn't forget another guy, but a possibility. Is a
0: possibility Kane and
1: Store?
3: Possibly you.
1: Um,
0: possibly you. His brother went there. He's from Michigan. He would fit in their lineup. Now, what what does that mean for Joey, the Silva Michich dynamic? I don't know.
1: Well, Michich, what's Michich next year, freshman? He's going backwards. (laughs) 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 Michich will be a junior. Michich will be a junior, Joey Rush. Yeah, that would mess up Silva's thing, but maybe maybe Storr goes 41 down 49.
2: Yeah, because Malika means a senior. That would actually be smart. Malika means a senior. You could do whatever you could, redshirt or they not call register him Malik. Joey. Huh? I a, think it, they say Malik. It's Malik, Malik yeah. Okay. Malik Amin's a senior. Stork could go up to 49 <laughs> next year. Silva could slot right in Malik? In I
3: know, dude. It is. Really, yeah. McFarlane was calling really him that, too.
0: <sighs> I know. It feels like it should be Malik. Malik Amin. Malik Amin, Amin just flows Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Why was he saying Matty M-
1: Brian Hassard was saying Matty instead of Frank Matty it's not
0: his name. He knows Why was he saying mariachi? And he, he said it with it an too. accent. He mariachi. It. He did it on purpose. He and then one time, Kyle, back me up here. One time, Hazard did say mariace. Yeah, he said it the right way. Yeah, which it's like the right It's way like wait. He, so he does know. He was yeah. also saying sashimi. Well, that that's like a th- that's like a thing. That's not someone's name. I know. I know. What. What? Remember Michael McGee? He called him McHale. McHale.
2: Oh, he did say McHale. But there is, is actually McHale and Ryder. But we. Okay. Well,
0: his name. name isn't spelled M <laughs> I C H A E L. Correct. Or E mm. A. A E L. Yeah, I spelled it right. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: yeah. So Michigan got some good additions too. Of course, they lose Adam Kuhn. Is, who do they put at heavyweight? They have Dan Perry, who was good. Um, in Reddy. high school But they also have Mason Paris coming in
0: I don't know if they Ooh, Pull him right They love away. to wrestle True freshmen.
3: Let uh, him run Let him run
0: Not the big dog Dude. eat Dude <laughs> <laughs> I think they should Because Or Could they wait a year Because Massa's a Junior Amin Is a junior M- Michich is a junior So maybe they could Wait a year They just lost Abinator is the
2: only senior well, Senior of Consequence. Who's the only Wait, Senior? Malik. It's also Senior. Pantaleo. Their, their Seniors next year would be Pantaleo, Malik
0: Amin. Yeah. Okay. So they could be good next year. I think those are the big dogs, uh, the big um, entries to the, to the next year. Um, am I missing any? I would love to see Paris go right away. That would be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's a ripe uh, heavyweight field, except for Gable could be a destroyer of worlds year one. But beyond that, you know, he could come in and, ma- and make some waves, I think, right away. I was surprised he was still making 220. He's not super tall. Mm. He's super jacked, though. Okay, uh, where to next? I don't know.
1: I don't know. We got NHSCAs. I mean, high school postseasons here now. NHSCAs, Flow Nationals, Pit Wrestling Classic. No matter. You're going to Dream Team? Is that where you're going, you're going to see Mason Paris, right? Am I?
0: No. no. Mark no? Joel Cover. <clears throat>
1: oh. Mark Joel Cover on this.
2: I would love to go see all of my friends in Indiana, but uh, it appears as though Joel Cover's going. Gotcha. Clover Films.
1: Um. So Teasdale Glory, Whitlake, Hydeley, Sasso Hardy. The big matchups at uh, make some Dapper Dan. It'd always be Dapper Dan.
2: Real quick, can we have Kyle Bracky, the master of all things statistically relevant to NCAA futures? You did like all the Dapper Dans. Anything of note from the last like ten years? Uh,
3: Pennsylvania will be looking to get their first win since two thousand eleven. Aster- wow.
0: Asterisk. Not gonna happen. Why was that an asterisk? Was it
1: two thousand eleven? What was two thousand eleven? The year Hodgkins. Yeah. Who's Hodgkin's pin? He, he didn't, didn't pin, pin anybody. Did he, he just Dehringer. beat Daringer. Beat Daringer. Yeah.
3: What? What's an asterisk? I forget. Everybody oh, was I know why you're saying that. Uh, the Campitano injury. Campotano no. injury defaulted.
1: No, I was thinking of a different year where Pens- Pennsylvania should have won, but they didn't. PA won this year. I'm saying. I this know. Year. I know. I was gonna say because I meant you said first win since wherever. I was saying asterisk on that stat. Because it was a year that Pennsylvania should have won, would have won.
3: But we were talking right. about the other day that PA always pulls an upset that they weren't supposed to on paper. Mm-hmm. And if you look at that year, Travis Schaefer beat Hunter Stever. It was a lot, yeah. Hodgkins beat Deeringer. Is
0: know. that the year Goulbon beat Clark?
3: No, that was not. Um, that was Evan upset, Henderson though. beat Cam Tassari.
1: Who beat Tassari?
3: Evan Henderson. I don't know if that's a huge upset or anything. I Ottinger uh, so. over Destin McCauley.
1: That was an upset. That is humongous.
3: Yeah. <laughs> so, be interesting. Always something interesting happens. Last year, DeSanto teched Mejia.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That was pretty cray-cray.
0: Okay. So, Teasdale glory, the big one, the rematch. I thought Teasdale would win that one, but now, I mean, Teasdale's ranked ninth. He lost to... Someone from West Virginia who just registered for Caleb Ray. by the way. Caleb Ray. put some respect on it. So, I'm gonna take Glory, I guess, over over Teasdale. I mean, who are you taking, no man? Patrick Glory.
3: Mike Mal did a really good tech breakdown today. It's on the site about how Teasdale just lived on Glory's legs. Oh, li- he lived on him and couldn't finish. Um, I'm gonna take Glory. We've seen with Teasdale recently. Glory's wrestling pretty well. I'll take Look. Glory,
2: too. Oh, Glory wow. looked great.
0: clean, suite. sweet. Whitlake, Heidley. I've got Whitlake.
2: This is fun. Whitlake, it should be the main event. I think it'll be the best match of the night. He has previous wins over Trent, but I believe they're all in freestyle.
1: You going oh, to that one, like one? Nomsie?
2: I will be, no. This weekend, I'm nowhere. Oh, Just yeah, get to right. watch. Who's going there? Watch wrestling.
0: Mark Bader and Brock Height.
3: I'm gonna take the hoagie. Defends his home turf. Maybe it's another hoagie on the mat.
1: Wow.
0: That would be huge. I hope the ref's nicer this time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take Whit Lake, but I think I think
0: Trent could win. I do. I just I, I wanna see I wanna see Trent win a win a match where the guys like really I don't know. I, I just worry about the Are the other guys favored? The so. dimensions of his games. The
1: dimensions right. of his games? Uh <laughs> <what>
0: is, <laughs> he's worried about the dimensions of his games. The dimensions of his games. That's not what I meant to say. Uh no, I just think he's a little one dimensional still, right now. But then again, I thought Hayden was a little bit too. He got second on the plan on the on the country. And then what's the other one? Hardy Sasso. Sasso. I got
3: Sasso I freaking love Hardy Sasso Sasso 3 right This is the rubber match
2: Yes They Might be like 5 actually Oh really They wrestled a bunch in Fargo I know they
3: have the two Fargo finals
1: Yeah But They also wrestled
2: In semis too
1: Yeah And maybe a backside match Yeah
2: They wrestled a bunch in Fargo But this also might be the last time We get to see Brock Hardy wrestle For two years He's doing that mission Because he's a good Mormon boy um, I think Sammy wins. He's going to be OW for Team PA, was my prediction. But Brock Hardy will be a hammer for Nebraska in a couple of years.
1: Same. Same feelings.
0: Yeah, I got Sasso. 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 Press.
2: <clears throat> and then we got uh, Whitman Hoffman.
0: Oh, yeah. That's I think a good
2: one. Brandon Whitman's very underrated.
0: He's highly underrated. Dude,
1: he.
2: Hoffman. I went like oh, this. Oh, yes. yeah. I'm still going Hoffman. I'm I went
1: Hoffman. like this with Brandon Whitman. Like, freshman year, I'm like, dude, this dude. Then like sophomore, junior, I'm like, eh.
0: He's been a terror recently. Yep. He's a huge hit for UNC. They're gonna. Mm-hmm. They were on him early too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Gable gets a little warm up for uh, Bill Farrell. <coughs> also, Gwiz won't be at Bill Farrell said face, but uh, he Gable won't? no because of World Cup. I forgot that it was. Gwiz won't
1: be at Farrell.
2: Right. Sugar. But Gable will. He's Gable will. Gable signed up. So he's going. Good ferrell. to go. Uh, I just what, what we're waiting is, to see.
3: Gable is entered already. Yeah.
1: Gable's entered. So, you know, you win. You win Farrell, you're qualified. Will he qualify anyway from being the junior world champ? Nope. So he has to win Farrell. Yep. If or U.S. Win, Open. If he wins Farrell or is the highest U.S. placer, he qualifies for the Open. No. World nope. team he Qualifies trials. for the trials.
2: Right. Which are in Minnesota. Rochester.
1: Mm-hmm. Why you say Rochester like you're from? Pra- yeah, yeah, Paramus. like it's in
0: Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, <He's> in Rochester. He said Rochester, like it's not. Oh my gosh, help this guy. He's so confused with his accents. All right, some questions. This is a good one. This is one that's on my mind currently. FRL question: Who does Snyder sign with? Nike, Adidas? Also, how much money became accessible to him after his last match? I don't know how much. A couple hundred G's. You got to figure. Is accessible, but then again, I remember like Coach Ryan after he won his first title was like, "No, he actually can get all this money because of X, Y, and Z." So I think he's had access to some of his money. What he did not have access to was signing endorsement deals, etc., with a with a Nike, etc. So I believe that the Kyle Snyder sweepstakes is down to a couple brands: Nike, Rudis, and Asics. I believe are the three that are in contention for him. He wore A6 in the NCAA Finals, which is interesting because they're a Nike school. He's probably not even allowed to do that, but it's Kyle Snyder. You're going to tell him to change his shoes? I'm not going to. Coach Ryan's not going to. Wear whatever you want. He could have wear some Vans out there, and I don't think the ref would have said anything. Is that legal? And USA Wrestling
2: is signed with Nike through 2020. I don't know if that matters at all. And then Rudis does not have a shoe, but is based out of Ohio and could theoretically throw him points toward the company. They, I bet you – company.
1: Stay so. woke on him signing with Mike DeSavado. <laughs> they have a shoe, apparently, <laughs> allegedly. Remember – no, do you remember – who remembers
0: the cage fighter shoe? It looked like a ski boot. Oh, my God. It looked like Crayola Factory. Oh, it was so bad. Worst shoe I've ever seen, ever. So, yeah, Rudis, that's the one thing with Rudis. I, I would think it's a slam dunk for Rudis, but they don't have a shoe – so in the way Nike works, like you you basically have to be head to toe with them. So you couldn't be like, okay, I, I'm rudest shirts and stuff, but I wear Nike shoes. Nike doesn't work like that. I don't know if ASICS works like that or not. If He's Nike wants decisions. to show
3: that they're like all-in wrestling, I would just throw the book at him. Who? Nike.
0: Yeah.
2: My understanding is Nike had a pretty solid um, package prepared for him. And they also – the other thing with Nike, right, so – they represent international to the, like, Chimizo, Kachishvili, so he would kind of fit into them in a in a different way than, say, Asics or Rudis might be able to, to market him. Like, they could go, hey, worldwide, right? We, we got guys competing in Euros and stuff, so.
0: Worldwide, worldwide. Yeah, so I I don't know where... It, it seems like probably Snyder's heart would be with Rudis, but it's just might not make sense I'm, i mean and i could be speaking completely out of turn i don't know the deals um but that's just kind of my read on the situation very interesting kyle you look like you got your you have something funny to say no okay he doesn't all right sorry
1: disappoint he has a pen in his ear though when's the last time you yeah, wrote what something this? on a piece of paper i don't know i was just
3: sitting there so i picked it, Throw it in the i ear. filled out my brackets your NIT, <laughs> NIT bracket? Which, which one?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it started like two weeks ago. Your, your no, damn bracket? He
3: asked, last time I wrote on paper. I filled out my NCAA uh, wrestling brackets. Okay, gotcha. Of which I correctly predicted 56 of the 80 All-Americans, six that NCAA champions, been in for two weeks. and 18 of 20 finalists.
0: That's 18 of 20? I had 18 of 20 finalists. You miss? I only had 17.
3: I missed Machiavello and Perry. Ronnie you didn't Perry. have
0: Perry? Yeah. Loser. Fraud. I know. I'm,
1: I'm. I missed the two at. Um, I missed Perry and the two at 25.
0: I got them all. I think I had like 78 All Americans, <laughs> <and> all 80. <laughs> all Sounds like, you had like the, 20.
1: You had the brackets beforehand. I though. had Perry. Yeah,
2: that's true. I had 81 All Americans, BD. 81
0: out of 80. So Nomad wins this year. I'm gonna get Dang you next it. year though. Nomad won. Crap, every time. Um, uh, astronaut ele- eligibility update. I'm guessing they. He got the thing the, the mm-hmm. next year. Apparently, he's going up. Is so he going to go forty nine? People were
3: saying that on Facebook. They're like astronaut one forty nine.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I Sh- yeah, I can see that. I could see it too. We should ask around. I'll try it. next Tuesday. I should. I want to have an answer for you if that's if that's in the cards. Is Kassar, Kassar transferring? I don't think so. Um, I know. I'm sure he's being pursued to. Whatever degree is legal, or maybe not legal. Maybe they're just reaching out because I heard some teams are just like, "Hey, come wrestle here." And they can't do that. The Iowa, um, the Iowa, like,
1: I don't know, AD maybe, put out something uh, shared with people that they're talking about. The NCAA is talking oh. about this policy where it's basically open season. You can transfer. You can just transfer. I love without, it without penalty. I think at least once, and. They should. I mean, goodness gracious! And then they control these kids enough. And also, um, and also, part of it was like you had to like register, like you had to register as as contemplating transferring. And then you just go on this list. So that like,
0: exists right now. It does. There, there's a. Um, that's how Oklahoma State I think found out about Geo. You like just put your name on there that you have a release or something like that, or that you want to transfer, and then like there's somewhere on the NCAA website you can go and see like, oh, okay, these guys put their names out there. Okay, let's call them up. Yeah, that's like how so the that's how like the geo scenario. I didn't know that until like I would like access to that. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, let's get hired as coaches. Okay. Wisconsin, I'm pla- Wisconsin it's not too late. Arkansas
3: gonna... Little Rock. Huh? Arkansas nope. Little Rock. Us I'm four. We'll run I'm the. I'm big pro-
0: ten or I'm nothing, Bradkey. That's it.
3: Well, fine. We'll destroy you. I'm sure at Arkansas, Little Rock. Yes, yeah, please and bring it. I got the Wicks. Nomad and I will. I got Wicks. Willie, so. you coming? Yes. All right, sweet.
1: <laughs> Good luck. Me and Bradkey are coming to Madison. I'm gonna be the Anthony Ralph of this organization. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: You're gonna lock in those. Me and Bradkey
2: are coming to Madison, and we're bringing hell with us. That's right.
0: Um, what did I think of? Nichols interview right after the match. Do you think it was a shot at Soriano since he lost? Um, dude, he was insanely jacked up after winning, maybe the most iconic way possible.
1: We say it all the time. They, they get these kids right off the mat. Um, they're all jacked up. If you watch it on Mountain D, like like Bo's lips were quivering. That's how, like, jacked up he was.
0: I'm sure
3: the last thing on his mind was Nick Suriano in that
0: moment. Yeah. He's like, I just won the team title for Penn State. Let me get a barb in at Nick Suriano. I'll show him. Like, it's not already established that things were going well for you. I think
2: it was more of an all-encompassing, we are better than everyone else, and you just saw it. Like, I don't think it was towards Suriano or Ohio State or anyone. It was just like, we're better, and I'm going to say we're better on – on, in and front of you yeah. thousands of people. And
1: if you want to win championships, come here.
3: If yeah. yeah I, was don't, a
1: shot at Ohio State. I don't get the yeah. pushback. Maybe I can understand some people not liking the delivery, like, oh, that was dorky or whatever. I, I understand well, that. But the message, the message is like, okay, athlete one, athlete A, back against the wall, <sighs> coming down to him. He wins the title. He gets off the mat, court, field, whatever, and says, we're awesome. We are, you know – we're great, and this place is awesome. Why is that surprising? Yeah, I,
0: I, like, what is? It's not surprising.
1: No it...
2: one should, like, like going back to when I had to do those Fargo interviews this summer. Like, no one should ever hate on any kid for like anything they say, unless unless it's like truly terrible. Because it's they just want national title. It is their opportunity to say whatever they want, and if they're just jacked, I'm going to go. Woo, we're awesome. That's cool. That's awesome. Like just say that.
1: We also shout get Shout out um, to the Burger
0: King Girl. Shout out to the the Burger King, to King shout Girl. Shout out the Burger King girl myself.
1: You also get um pushback when everyone every interview's like, Yeah, great. I had fun. It was awesome. Then the kid shows a little personality, shows a little stuff in it and then It's tough when and then he's class- class- asking you uh, a m-
0: mind bending questions. Asking you if you're Forearms are really that strong. I oh, don't know. I never what's, felt them. <laughs> what's, it, what's it like wrestling? I've uh, never wrestled myself. That was one of the best answers. You got to go. By Zane. Okay. So that was um. Now yeah, – I'm not offended by, by Bo Nichols. You know what it reminds me of, like the, the kind of the wrestling outrage? You remember when Richard Sherman was like – losing his mind on Aaron yeah. if you like if you just wrote down what you're he said
3: me like a, with the
0: sorry receiver like Crabtree that's the result you're gonna get yeah yeah if yeah. you like run. it's like oh this is pretty it's just kind of interesting I watched that like but a he was weeks screaming ago. at Aaron Andrews and it's like oh my gosh but really the content was not that bad Same I watched as- that a couple of weeks ago for some
1: reason it was like in a story or something and I went back and watched it and I was like wait this isn't even the right one I was like, "Yeah, this is the right one. This is what people were freaking out about." Yes,
0: it's it not. There's nothing even. He was just loud. He was just loud. If he wasn't loud and like it wasn't like Aaron Andrews or, like just freaking. It was. It was total non-story. Um, as is the bow thing. Zane's place on the all-time mountain. Five one 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 won his last <coughs> ninety matches or something. Three undefeated seasons.
1: Three undefeated seasons.
0: Two really three Hodge seasons in a row um I don't know man somewhere between 5 and 10 and
2: closer to 5 than 10 yeah
1: so no at 7 about or 6 5
0: yeah I don't know I'd have to like write it out he's there he's in the pantheon he's top 10 I think he's in the Dake Steber Pat Smith conversation you mm-hmm. you could probably make a argument those guys lost matches their last three years, but winning as a freshman, big deal. Okay. Um, top contenders, NCAAs next year, kind of went into that. Um, yeah, I think that's probably adequate. It's adequate. Anything else?
2: Uh, real quick, a couple, uh, couple big – so juniors are starting to come off the board, guys. Dominoes are starting to move for the class of 2019. Uh Rob Kennyard on Tuesday committed to Rutgers, and yesterday was Connor Brady Virginia Tech. Love both of those kids. Me and Bracky are getting a plan of attack ready, and we're going to bring you every good junior and where they're going to school. When they commit, of course.
1: Lucas Ravano apparently committed to Penn, too. Another great pickup for Penn. Roger Rana is certainly recruiting well.
0: Roger Reina is Andrew Spay's dad. And Congrats to Andrew Spay's father. He really—he looks like he really does look like him. They have the same hair. They're kind of bigger, like taller, bigger. It's like I, Roger, you never convince me that <laughs> Roger Reina is not his Andrew father. Spay's even father? though Steve Spay is Andrew Spay's father.
2: Steve Spay is very upset and a hardcore Lehigh fan. He would never wrestle for such a excellent school's pen
0: <laughs> for one of the best schools in the country. You never. Do that. I
1: spoke with um the alumni relation or no the 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 gift booster thingy guy at Lock Haven, uh, Jeff Ross, and he says I can um donate directly to the athlet to the wrestling men's wrestling program. So, where's that uh, check at, Willie? I am going to donate a thousand dollars to Lock Haven wrestling, and I um because and because Tony Ramos. Tweeted. Are you sure you're allowed to do that? So some at some schools you have to donate to like their general scholarship fund. I don't want to do that. I want the money to go right to a wrestling program, and uh, I encourage everybody to donate to smaller programs. Yet another Lock reason. Well, I said Lock Haven oh, Willie. Hey, you know what I, I didn't know, but Lock is Ka- it because they're the bald eagles and you have no hair? I just appreciate what uh, <clears throat> I appreciate what Scott Moore did this year, and I. I see this uh, Eastern Michigan thing, and I don't like it, and I don't want things to come to that. I know that $1,000 is not going to change the world, but some guy retweeted after me and was like, excellent idea. I'm going to donate $1,000 to Buffalo.
0: Awesome, right? Do he, that. He meant the bills.
1: Nope. <laughs> I, I also just like – No, because I looked, and he was like "Jazz that Brian Lantry was ranked sixth in the country. I was like, okay. Yeah, in Buffalo, you know, the program. So, yeah, I don't want it to come to that. I hope people I hope people donate whatever they can to the smaller programs before it becomes a problem.
2: I also just like that coaches are backing up what they're saying. Like, when I talked to Nate Carr Jr. at U.S. Open last year, you know, and when, when you talk to every coach, right, they're going to give you a, a, a spiel about how they're doing this and they're doing that and trying to do big things. And then Lock Haven, but Lock Haven, like, actually made it happen. And got multiple All-Americans, and are bringing recruits in, and are trying to sell out crowds. Like they're they're doing all the things that they say they're gonna do, which people people say things all the time. They don't end up doing them. So
1: yeah, and and a sidebar of that is like I think that kids in Pennsylvania, Jersey, New York should think about going to a Lock Haven or Edinburgh. Um, or a Bloomsburg even more than they do, and uh, like sitting, you know, we say it all the time about Oklahoma sitting, Oklahoma State kids sitting five deep. I'd like to see the talent more spread out and more programs doing well.
0: Here, here. Okay, nine ten. Let's get it. Get it. We're out. NHSEAs. Um. Oh wow. Hey, hold on. Breaking news from Papa Bear Slim. That is Larry Early's. ODU's. Michael McGee's name isn't pronounced Mikhail. Quit. Why did they spell it Michael? Quit. <laughs> why would you do that to him? Spell it
3: that way then. Quit. Listen,
0: why does? How do you th- name your kid Bob and you want him name Boo? B- name Steve. Name Boo. I mean, here's so my th- thing. Well, hold on. First of all, that's a hat tip to uh, Brian Hazard for knowing that.
1: Listen, who yes. goes before a, a good announcer, right? Especially a PA guy will go. Um, well, I'm gonna look over these, I'm gonna look over these names and then I gotta get some clarity. Okay, Christian Piles, I'm pretty sure that's straight up Christian Piles. Michael McGee, I gotta check on this one. I gotta check on <laughs> this one. It's Mikhail. Okay, I thought well, there might be something a little funny there.
0: Off. Coach Hazard's from... He's from, from Virginia. Oh, Virginia. also Jason Bryant's sitting next to him, who's an ODU JB definitely knows how to pronounce the names right. So, that's probably the... Inside. But yeah, that that's a... Pandora's box is open. Yeah, now you have
1: to Michael is not pronounced Mc You have to go to oh. Oklahoma State and make sure it is indeed Joe Smith next year.
2: <laughs> Boy's name's
1: Joe Smith. It could be Joey Smythe. It's actually Joseph.
0: Yeah, it's true. His name's Joseph. Um what if I'm really upset. <laughs> yeah. Papa Bear Spl I thank you, but also you ruined my day. Ruined it. Who's I don't know how to say any names anymore. But I got to go. We got to get a, a dictionary and figure out how to pronounce the rest of these guys. Who knows what other names we i going to go have breakfast butcher.
1: with Don Lobdell.
0: Don Lobdell. It's All right, Daniil. Don. Later. Love
1: you.